Well, we've got a contrast here between our first reading from the book of Acts and our gospel text. And the contrast is between uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament. We see a big difference of unity between the two. In the uh, passage from the book of Acts, St. Paul is brought before what's called the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin is the chief governing body of the of the Jewish nation of Israel. And uh, we'll notice that that chief governing body, the head of the body, is split. There are some of the Jewish leaders who believe in the general resurrection of the dead. And then there are some who don't believe it. That is a huge difference in faith. Radical difference, big split, no no unity when it comes to faith. And uh, under the Old Testament dispensation, there wasn't uh, a guarantee of a unity of faith uh, in the leadership like there is in the New Testament. In the New Testament era, in the New Testament dispensation, faith has now come. Faith is what most characterizes this new era. And faith is not faith if it is not unified. And so we have Christ's prayer for unity in the faith between the apostles and those to whom the apostles preach. Jesus says, I pray not only for these, the apostles, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. The word of the apostles. So Christ's prayer is that the apostles would be unified with each other and that all of those to whom they preach would be unified with the apostles. We see that apostolic church, that apostolic unity, that apostolic faith here that is guaranteed by Christ's prayer because whatever God, whatever Christ asks the Father, the Father grants to him. So there is a unity in faith that belongs to the New Testament people of God that is guaranteed and it didn't necessarily belong to the Old Testament people of God, at least at the level of their leadership. And uh, we would want to ask ourselves a kind of a practical takeaway um, mandate for ourselves here. This unity that Christ has given to his church, do we maintain this unity? Do we seek to agree with the teaching of the church? Do we seek to uh, find ourselves, to try to make ourselves come into alignment with the Holy Father, with Pope Francis, uh, with his pastoral intentions, with his prayer intentions, with his pastoral burdens, with his vision? Do we seek unity? Do we seek to bring ourselves into harmony and unity with, uh, with our bishop, with Bishop Matano, for example? with our parish, with our fellow parishioners. Uh, now let's bring it to the level of, um, you know, practical kind of morality. Do we have biases against others? Do we seek unity? Do we seek solidarity with one another, all of us here who are sitting here? Do we avoid certain people, speak about them behind their backs? Or do we seek to protect the integrity of the reputation of others? Do we cherish and hold 
to our bosom, hold to our heart the, the, the reputation of our, our fellow parishioners. And uh, we can kind of bring this even home even closer to family members. Do we seek unity and peace between husbands and wives and grandchildren and children and, and uh, grandparents and parents and children and uh, uncles and nephews and nieces, all the different family relations? Do we seek peace and harmony? Uh, with our family members, or are those who we, you know, refuse to speak to, or we hold grudges against, or we have hard feelings towards? Uh, and now let's take it. Let's take this whole idea of unity and bring it now internally into our hearts and into our own uh, internal subjective realities, our own internal world. If there is an event in our experience that seems to be at odds with us, that disagrees with us, okay, an unpleasant experience, do we shun it, do we hate it, or do we seek to be reconciled to it and accept it as God's will for us and embrace it and bring it to our to our bosom, to our heart? There are many, if we would open our eyes and our hearts and our minds, there are many things that happen to us throughout the day that are very friendly towards us, that are very positive, that agree with us. They're like friends, basically. Do we seek those friends out and rejoice in them and cherish them? Okay, this is just to say, do we focus on the positive things that happen to us? Or do we only focus on the negative things? Do we focus on the positive things? Do we look for those friendly events, those friendly experiences and cherish them and bring them to our bosom and, and thank God for what we have and not focus for, on what we don't have. Thank God for the good things that have happened, not focus on the bad things. Uh, these are all ways that we can seek and maintain unity as, uh, as, as Catholic Christians, as those who belong to the body of Christ, as those to whom God through Christ has given this, uh, indefectible uh, uh, heritage of unity. And uh, when we live this way and when we are true people of unity, uh, the world will see that. And uh, as Jesus says, this unity is, is for the purpose that the world may believe that God sent Christ.